Dobar večer, spet smo z vami Radio Izolat in tokrat oddaja pondelk 15.10. Um, kaj smo točno nameravali s tem naslovom, seveda delom, a naj ostane skrnost do konca te oddaje, morda jo takrat razrešimo tudi sami. Gre za vprašanje časa in za vprašanje predlugačenje časa v izolaciji um, in mogoče tudi splošneje v... Um, občutkih, bodi si pri zaposlenosti, bodi si brez delja, um, z vami smo Lev, Ina in Jernej tokrat, um, kot vedno um, imamo šov Deljen v dve polovici, prva je slovenska, druga je angleška. Um, današnji šov bo mogoče malo bolj debatno zasnovan in to je taka debata, ki si, si prizadeva biti um, nekaj bolj sproščenega, nek poskusk, Um, radijskemu mediju, ki ni radijski mediji um, formalnega jezika in um, zategnjenih novinarjev, ampak radijski mediji spontanega pogovora v izolaciji, ki simulira vaše dnevne sobe in spalnice. Dobar večer, upam, da vam bo všeč. V ozadju Jaka Berger in Dejan Berden, na, naša stalna gosta. Um, lepe pozdrave, če, naj, če nas poslušate tudi ona dva. Um, v Slovenščini se tako mat naziva Jaz sem mrtev in sem v nebesih Mortona Feldmana. Tako. Ja, ja, dober večer, dober večer. Kako? In dober večer. <laughs> Danes, ko smo rekli, smo malo pogovarjali. Kofetka, ne, če čte. Uh, kaj smo mi hoteli sploh povedati s tem našim uh, naslovom? Tudi sami najbrž ne vemo. Uh, pravzaprav niti smo se sami že, smo se že sami pogovarjali, zakaj imamo tak naslov in, za, in kaj razumemo pod ta naslov. Uh, v teh nekih naših predodgov, pogovorih smo že ugotovili, da t- gledamo različno na njega. Uh, tukaj mogoče sem jaz bil nekoliko uh, nasprotnjaški, nekoliko the outlier v navednicah, uh, ker sem ta to zmedo časa, to razumevanje, 15.10. pondelk, če je pravzaprav tork, no, mislim, se nima veze, razumevam kot nek kratki stik nastane, kadar, se, kadar nekdo preveč dela. No. Govorim, ko, govorimo o preddelju, ne o brezdelju, ampak preddelju. Ja. Zdaj, vem, da je Ina, to še predodajo, ko niste bili še z nami, Uh, je šla pa ravno obratno smer, ne? Te ina si ste takrat govorila o nekem brezdelju, o nekem dolgočasju. Mhm, mhm. Ja, jaz bi v bistvu najprej postavila, da se zelo jasno izpostavi, kaj je tema, ne? In mi smo v bistvu do teme prišli enkrat zvečer, ker smo se pogovarjali o tem, kako bi formirali te naše šove in kako jih narediti mogoče malo bolj pestre, da niso vsi po istemu kopitu. In smo se pogovarjali, pa kva pa bila bila tema in smo tako hece rekli, ma itak tema je pondelok 15 do 10. In potli smo se naprej še malo razmišljali in je nekdo rekel, ampak čak malo se dan si tork. A ne? Tako da v bistvu tema je pondelok 15 do 10, ampak v bistvu je tork. Ne? To, je, to je full title. Ne? To je cel naslov. Um, čist tako... Tako da mene je to takoj. Ja, takoj me je v bistvu zapeljalo razmišljanje o sajtu in o temu, kako 
v bistvu, kakšna je naša percepcija časa in kako čas teče, ko, ne vem, si dolgoča- ko se dolgočasiš, ko se ne dolgočasiš, ko si pod pritiskom, na urniku in ne po urniku, tako, no, neke te debate o poteku časa. Ja, ne. Koliko ko, ko, ko gre hitro čas, koliko gre počasi čas, kašen čas uh, v suspenzi je, ko si na uživo in kašen čas, kašen čas brez suspenzi je, ko si na hladno, ko delaš vajo, ko se pogovarjaš, ko iščeš nemoj, popolnoma drugačno se kako. Uh, tudi sami, zdaj, verjetno tudi vi dva, uh, čutite nek spremembo v tej časovni obliki, v tem uh, okviru, ki ga imamo zdaj in naših pogovorjih, ki smo jih imeli prej, zdaj, zdaj zapolnjujemo nek uh, okvir, ne? prej smo se pogovarjali brez okvira, ki bi lahko bil pač petminutni pogovor in konc debate, evo smo se zmenili vse ali pa ne vem, kako zdaj, imamo pol ure v slovenščini, pa pol še pol ure v angleščini, kaj bomo dali sem noter in kako bomo spravili noter, ne vemo. Uh, to pravzaprav ugetaljamo zdaj sprotoma. To je bil tudi eden od teh razlogov te odaje, da spravimo to novo formo, tenok, nov, nov pristop, da vidimo, kako se naš radi pravzaprav razvija. Ne? Uh, ki je po svoje zanimivo pod predpostavljen času. Ne? Mi smo naš, kaj smo začeli radio, to je naša deseta jubilejna odaja. Ne? <laughs> ja, Tako ja, res je. Ja, deseta jubilejna odaja. Uh, Zdaj je čas za nostalgijo, verjetno. Ja, se spomnite naše prve odaje ali druge. <laughs> <laughs> ja, to se bo moje sam mi, veš. <laughs> ja, sej, sej, zato, to je bil point. Uh, ne, ampak uh, zanimivo je, ker smo, ker smo začeli, to smo se tudi izven etra pogovarjali že o temu, da na te prve odaje so bile zelo toge in smo se vse mi pretežno samo lovili kako in so postavljali na vse štiri noge, na dve, na eno, dogotovimo, kako se pravzaprav spet stoji. Uh, potem, kaj je bilo? Prekiri, skirovo odaja bi lahko rekli spoh, da smo začeli malo začutiti ta prostor in nekako, ne vem, kaj bi to, četrta, peta mogoče, ali mogoče še kasneje. Uh, ampak to ni transformacija, ki je zaključena vsekakor, ne, ker v pedesetih odajah ni, ni neke plazne spremembe, konc koncov, je nek začetek. Ampak ja, definitivno ni več uh, tista, ni več prvič. Uh, Zdaj smo se razdevičili in zdaj lahko nadaljujemo naprej, brez greha ali pa z grehom, kakorkoli. <laughs> ne, ampak sigurno je zanimivo, no mislim, ja, zanimivo je v bistvu dejansko, živo in sproti in do neke mere improvizirano sigurno pač pristopiti k neki temi, ki je v resnici ta tema, če smo v bistvu realni, ne, torej pondel v 15.10, ampak v bistvu je tork, je precej na nek način abstraktna, mislim, tle si lahko vsak zamislil, mislim, lahko bi si vsak zamislil marsike, ne, zdaj, mi smo nekako vsi pikerali na ta čas, kar se mi zdi v bistvu ful zanimiv, ker to že ful pove, se mi zdi v bistvu o tem, kak se nas to tiče, mislim, kak je to neka tema, ki je zdaj prisotna očitno, ne, ker lahko bi, mislim, 
Lahko bi si tudi čistke druzga člov kuzev, ne, iste teme ven. Mislim, to ni zdaj neka tema, govorili bomo o problemu, ne vem, kislega dežja na vpliv kraške zemlje, ne, kjer je zelo nekak specifično določen. Tle je res pick your own topic, basically. Tako da... Meni je bilo sploh všeč, ko smo se o tem pogovarjali in ko smo omenili prvič to temo, ker z vami ta tema je pravzaprav bila malo emocionalni odziv. Tako, ko smo to rekli, je bil tak mini iskrica v meni, tako je to ful simpatičen moment, ker me je spomnil na določene čase, ko na študiji v Tuini in seveda se spomniš vseh tistih lepih trenutkov v raznih večiri, skupnosti in tako dalje in itak, da če ti nekaj pri srcu tako reagiraš. Ampak se pravim, mi smo se, ti si izven etra, ena se takrat ena si govorila o brezdelju oziroma dolg času in tem, kako se ti v dolg času te ure pravzaprav razblinijo. To mi mene je ful presenetilo, ko si to rekla, zato ker mi je to, mislim, ni da ne vidim povezave, ampak mi je pa zanimivo, da si šla ravno nasproti tega mojega prezaposlenosti in enostavno preprosto že v zimskih časih se ti ure takoli tako malo zmešajo in ko si pod umetno svetlovo, ko si noter do desetih zvečeri in tako da je vse svetlo in ti misliš, da je šele, ne vem, šesta popolne ali pa treja zjutro, se ne veš, v zuni pa pač tema že štiri ure in ne veš več kje si, nekaj si, Samo ugotavljaš, da si zmatra, ne veš, da je to zaradi teh halogen, ki jih gledaš nad sabo, že 8 ur ali 10 ur ali kakorkoli. Pa smo se v bistvu pogovarjali, smo se tudi o tem, ne samo o brezdelju, ampak tudi o Mislim, ja, na eni strani o brezdelju, pač o dolgočasju, po drugi pa pač prav o poteku časa, no. Mislim, kako v bistvu, vse to je ta klasična, mislim, ta klasična vprašanja tega, a ne, kdaj čas teče hiter, kdaj počasne in pol te, aha, torej, če čas teče hiter, a ne, bi to pomenili, da ti je v bistvu zdaj, zanimiv, pa ti zato teče hiter, ker si skozi entertained nekak, ali je v bistvu, jo, kako anglesče ne upravljam. Ja, preveč, sej to sem vedel, da bo takoj problem še preprejen, smo šli v eter, ker se, ker se pogovarjamo tako malo med sabo, je en kup enih tujk, pa vlečemo se, tako, ampak dobro, upam, da naša publika prenese. Ja, ja, bolj se potrudila, bom se bolj izražila slovenskimi, klenimi slovenskimi izrazi. Sam ja, to si rekla, kako poteka čas hitro ali počas in mene tudi fascinira deso, da celo življenje iščemo in stremimo k temu, da si kvajšamo čas, da čim prej gre vse mimo, istočasno se pa skozi pritožujemo, da imamo premal cajta na tem svetu, pa da bi vsi radiš veli 200, 300 let ali pa naj raj ne umrl, ne vem kako, dobro, vse pol, ko si star malo drugače razmišljaš, ko vseeno ima narava nek tako vpliv, da ti ni toliko hudo. Ampak 
konc konca u družbi častimo to dolgoletnost, pa gledamo na starejše ljudi. Po eni strani je že dolgo kot modre ljudi, ki imajo za sabo in kupi skušen, po drugi strani je pa tudi neka ta mitičnost teh super starih ljudi. Konc konca tudi v Bibliji se pojavljajo vsi, kako je Metuzalem imel koliko, 900 let ali koliko, ne vem. Pusmo stati Bibliji, tudi druge se najdejo te modri starce, ki so starejši kot zemlja. Ampak vsi pa hitimo, dajmo čim prej, čim hitreje, dajmo se čim bolj zabava, da čas čim prej mine. Ja, to so pa ta vprašanja, a je res v bistvu, ki se zabavaš, da je v bistvu čas hitreje mine, ali pa recimo na muzikologiji se spolnem lev, ki smo bili, smo se pogovarjali, glih o temu, kako je recimo kot neka predpostavka, da ne bi, ne, če je glasba zanimiva, ne, ti takoj mine, ne, ne, če se ti pa vleče, pa ne bi bila nekak dolgočasna, ne, ali pa ti pač ne prepoznaš nekih zanimivosti v njej, ne, tep je nekak dolgočasna. Tako da se mi zdi, ampak to je zdaj neka predpostavka, ne, a je res v bistvu tako, pa tudi, to je v bistvu ta članek, ne, Mi smo malo pred, doma smo imeli tudi že en pogovor, pa smo si par člankov poslali in jaz sem poslala en članek v bistvu, ki je prav o dolgčasu in o vzgoji otrok in v povezavi z dolgčasom, no, in govori prav o tem, kako smo v bistvu res ful navajeni, da smo konstantno v akciji, ne, konstantno se ti mora nekaj dogajati, ker drugač, mislim, že ni zadost, panika, ne moreš ti kar samo ležati pa gledati, ali pa samo opazovati, ne moreš nekaj delati skos. Tako da se mi zdi v bistvu, tudi v navezavi pač ja z muziko, oziroma z vsemi stvarmi, ki so time related, kar je zelo velik stvari, praktično vse. A ne, če zdaj, ok, odvisno kako da imamo čas, kot nekaj notrenega, kot nekaj zunenega, ampak, ja, ja, ne, je v bistvu to zelo neka, zelo neka relativna stvar, kaj je zdaj to zanimivo, kaj je zdaj ta zabava, kaj je zdaj entertaining, ne, pa, a bi se to res mogel, no, če sam zaključujemo v povezavi s tem člankom, ne, a bi res mogel otroci biti skos, pač nekak zabavani, to je entertained, da bi jih mogli skozi nekaj vlečti, če ne starši pa aktivnosti, če ne aktivnosti pa, ne vem, iPad-i oziroma televizije, računalniki, igrce, ne vem, kakorkoli. In kako je v bistvu včasih bilo dost bolj, da je to spet neke vrste nostalgija, včasih je bilo tako zdaj tako, ampak vsem do neke mere se mi zdi, da je sigurno to res, da je pač včasih so otroke poslali ven in so se pač igrali. Zdaj med sabo sami pač nekak so se znajdali, ali pa tudi, če so bili zraveni, so tudi nekak več pomagali delati ali pa. Ja, pa pet pospraviti sobo, če ti je dovčas, to je bilo članko, tudi tam je bila taka simpatična. Ja, 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 absolutno, pač ni bilo v nas, zdaj te bom pa jaz, zdaj sem pa jaz iz svojega časa vzel del in ga posvetil tebi. Danes sem tudi porinil iPad-e, pa telefone, to je tudi bilo tudi članko noter, da ni vedno nujno, da so starši aktivni, ampak vseeno je razlika med zabavništvom in kreativnim ustvarjanjem in 
izpopolnjevanje veščini, ne vem, kakšnih vseh popodanskih aktivnostih, ki jih, no, jih priskrbijo otrokom, zato je, da jim ni dolgčas popovni, tako kot spet se ne vajzujem na članek. Uh, mogoče sam za sekundo, za tiste poslušalce, ki poslušajo vživo, uh, na, jaz sem že delil članek na naš Facebook, tako da se ga res lahko tudi zdaj vživo gledati, če vas blazno intrigira. Uh-huh. Uh, ampak ja, uh, zakaj je uh, dolgčas, da je tako demonizirani sploh uh, zanimiva reč. Uh, saj ne morem reči, da sem, ni, nimam sam istih problemov, da nisem nič kriv, jaz se tudi sam sebe zalotim skozi in redno, uh, da, da se počutim krivega, čim uh, čas zapravljam za nekaj nekreativnega, ne... ne neki, kar ne bi neke ustvarjalo, neki prispevalo, kadar, kadar zapravljaš čas, ne vem, za... ne gledaš serijo, pa res sam serijom posvetaš cel dan, pa malo lenariš na mesto, da ne vem, bereš knjigo, greš delati nekaj svojega, tako, to je... Pa tudi na koncu dneva, tudi v tem dolg času, ko praviš, ko pravim, da lenariš, na koncu še vedno nekaj počneš, ne, ne? v najslabšem primeru se vsedeš in gledaš serije. Ki dan danes za nekoga, ki se ukvarja z, z, z umetnostjo in z sodobno družbo, je zelo pomembno. Vsaj jaz tako gledam, jaz sem si, se mi zdi, da bitna tekočem z, z kulturnim okoljem, tudi za pop kulturo iz tega vidika je vseeno do neke mire način, da veš, kaj se dogaja v družbi, da vidiš, se, kako se druža pravzaprav odreagira na razne stvari, se v bistvu Tle lahko, lahko bi se stopli iz tega še eno drugo moje interesno polje in to so te razne majhne stvari, ki se, se prikazujejo skozi, skozi medije in se skozi v bistvu žanrsko in tematsko zadevo pravzaprav kaže, kaj družba razmišlja kot neka večja celota. Se mogoče lahko čez bokova zanimalo, ne se malo gre pogledati. Recimo v zadnjih kaj to, uh, več kot pet, mohoče že deset let, je zmeri več uh, šovo o zombijih in o robotih, kar je kaže na nek zombi, tak da so že po sami definiciji uh, nečloveški ljudje in v bistvu kaže na to našo robotizacijo in od, odmikanje v družbi in na to, da smo bolj konec strojev neki, neke nekem smislu in zmeri manj človeški, ampak to je nek sidestep oziroma uh, stranski korak, se oproščam spet za uh, angliški izraz, uh, ampak uh, ja, krivda zaradi brezdelja, ne, oziroma krivda, ker, ker nisi skozi aktiven in skozi delujoč. Uh, boh ne daj, da bi šel na vikend in uh, kaj naredil na roštilju. Ne. Uh, ker takrat nisi pol produktiven ali kako. Po svoje ja, situacija podobna um, tudi poslušanju glasbe, ne? Ko si, moram se na, nanesti na, na tebe in ki si preomen na to, kaj so nas učili na muzikologiji. In um, zatrditi, da um, so, zdaj ne, da bi bil jaz kakšen poseben um, um, kalibrant za poslušanje glasbe, ampak... Um, Dejstvo je, da um, je tista glasba, ki se mi je zdela najboljša, ponavadi 
njeno poslušanje minilo tako, da se je vleklo. Meni se zdi, da se poslušanja in tudi nasploh preživljanja časa, ampak poslušanje glasbe je lahko zelo lepa metafora v bistvu za to, kar počnemo s časom, konc koncov je glasba, tudi je nekaj čin strukturiran čas. In je tudi v tem zavlačevanju, v tem dolgočasenju biva neke vrste hedonizem, ki mislim, da prav v umetnosti dobita svoj pravi smisel. In osebno bi si kdaj tudi želel, da bi ta to okušanje umetnosti v bistvu, spravi to, da v bistvu čas dejansko počasnej mineva, ker po moji logiki je tako, da če je nekaj dobro, potem je bolj ždambine počasnej. Ampak nekako ta logika se mi zdi, da ni več tako pogosto prisotna. Da ni več tako pogosto prisotna in da gre nasplošno v današnjem svetu, zdaj generaliziram, veliko bolj za neko polnjenje časa, kot pa za njegov tek. Oziroma kot za zavedanje tega njegovega teka in tudi zavedanje tempa, se pravi, da čas res dojememo kot neko danost, ki je in ki včasih teče počasi, ampak ta počasen tek dojememo kot vrednoto. Ne vem. Mogoče to zato, ker nimamo več peščenih ur, pa ne moremo več materializirati časa tako lepo, kot smo ga včasih. Na zadnje je tudi veliko manj, kako bi se reklo, časovnih intervencij v vsak danji prostor. Ur je manj, razen na zvonikih. Ne vem, jaz sem vsak dan redno na vsake četrte ure opozorjen, da čas teče ker v vsake četrture zazvoni cirkev. To pomeni, da v vsake četrture vem, da je čas minil. Torej, za vsako uro tolče, kot krat pač tolče, ne vem, ker se človek čeči zmešal za to, ker včasih ob kakšnih dvanajstih ali kaj tazih, misliš, da bo odneslo zvonik. Pa imaš pa na četrture enkrat, dvakrat, pa na tri četrture trikrat in pol spet. Tako da, Ta markacija časa, če že blizu zvonika, je v navednicah zelo očitna. Zanimivo, da je opazljiv samo občasno in redko in veliko, kot samo takrat, kadar se ti smo zvon v tem zmeša. In še bolj zanimivo je, ko opazljiš, kadar tega ni. Kar sem bil blazno presenečen, ki je bilo zdaj za okolj velike noči, mislim. To sem te takrat, če se spomniš, Ina, še v nekem našem pogovoru še sprašval, ker pač meni te stvari niso lih najbolj jasne. Tako je pač, če človk ni hodil v Birmi in ni krščen, pol enih stvari kljub temu, da se obdam na okolji z vsem tem ne veš. Ampak ja, jaz sem hotel nekaj drugega navezati, še pravzaprav to, ki se ti zdaj govoril, Levna, ta to danost časa in dolgo, koliko je čas dolg in tako dalje. V bistvu eno knjigo, ki je ravno Karp Berem, nisem še niti pršel do konca in govori o sprehajanju in mi je ful zanimiv, zelo zanimiv detalj, je bil to, ko reče, ker to govori tudi o sprehajanju kot o trodnevnih, štiridnevnih, petdnevnih ekspedicijah, kadar res hodiš, ne hodiš Takrat ne greš na spreho, takrat hodiš. Hodiš cel dan in se potem sam 
po noći prespiš in pol spet cel dan hodiš. Zato v bistvu tvoj, tvoj celodnevno početek je hoja. Ampak hoja ima še en zanimiv faktor. Sploh danes se tega pre, prekleto zavedamo, če smem tako reči. Uh, hoja je počasna, izredno počasna. Uh, zato da priješ ti od Stuki do, ne vem, koliko se bila notri, 300 km je bilo poti, pet dni, dva neki tacega, ne vem, kakorkoli, hoja je traja, ne, nitko kakor, danes skočem v Ljubljano, sem, dobro, danes ne skočem niti ven iz občine, ampak, ko, ko smo to še lahko, smo se sedli v avto in v eni uri si bil v Ljubljani, ne, in, ali pa ne vem, če si z okolice Ljubljane 20 minutah po ur, ali v Sloveniji sploh, si lahko v istem dnevu na drugem koncu države in nazaj pa še kaj narediš v mes. Mogoče v kakšni večji državi, ker se dejansko, dejansko velike razdalje, to ni tako možno. Ampak vseeno, tudi do, do, do Berlina si Slovenije v enem dnevu. Starta z jutri in si zvečer tam. Mhm. Mogoče Moja najdaljša pot, kadarkoli je bila z avtom, je bila 2000 km in tudi tisto smo na koncu upravljali v treh dneh ali treh ali štirih dneh z avtom, uh, s tem, da smo bili v mestno trajekto in tako, ampak da se marsikaj uh, danes hitro prijeti, ampak če bi pa hotel hoditi in da bi res dejansko spoznal tudi vse to, kar je okoli tebe, ker tudi to je razlika pri hoji in pri vožnji je, da ti uh, vse to, kar te obdaja, če hodiš dejansko, spoznaš in vidiš. Ne? Ti se, pokrajna se ti sproti, odpira, se, se ti, si živi spokrajno, ne beži mimo tebe. Ne? Uh, ja. Vse to, kar vidiš nadaleč, mora sploh šele osvojiti, kaj šele, da bi nekom pršlo, dok je. Je čist en drugačen pristop do časa. In... Uh, Ja, tudi to si dan danes ne dovolimo več. Lih, jaz sem se pravzaprav vse je ful lepo obrat. Oh, smo so hoja tako in ja, v ti vzame pet dni in pol razmišljaš, oh, vse jaz bi tudi mogoče kdaj probal tako malo več hoditi. In pol pomisliš, ja, kdaj, se ne moram. Se. <laughs> <laughs> Največ, kar imaš, imaš tisti vikend ali pa dopusti in to je to. Ampak pol... Ja, za dopusti si nam še vzdi hoda. Ta, ne. Ja, ne vem, kakšni grejo, vse imaš te... Ne, 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 vse imaš, vse imaš. Ta romanja, to. Ti trejle pa to. Ja, pa, pa romanja ja. razno, tisto, so, tisto mora biti tudi zanimivo. Mm. Um. Ne, meni se v bistvu zdi, da, mislim, sem da recimo zanimiva je stvar v zvezi m, s hojo oziroma pa z neko potjo, ne, da v bistvu pač ti tako, ki so sedeš v avto, ne, ali pa spet predpotuješ 2000, 30 km, 50, whatever, mislim, kakorkoli, uh, kakorkoli velik kilometrov oziroma dolgo pot, ne, nekak fokus v bistvu, ko ti začneš potovati, se mi zdi, da gre avtomatsko na to pota, ne, ni več, um, ni več njega fokusa, ne, smo zdi, v bistvu dnevnih življenjih, vsakodnevnih, smo manj v bistvu fokusirani na pot, pa bolj na cilj, ne. Nekako, ok, moram ta, ne, to smo tudi že debatirali, ta, ne, to-do list, ne, torej, uh, se znam o pravil, ki bom danes, ali pa ta teden, ali pa ta mesec naredil, ne. Um, medtem, ko pač, ko greš ti na pot, pa v bistvu ta pot postane dovolj, ne, kot da bi bila, se mi zdi, zato je tudi recimo hoja, oziroma katera koli pot, 
postane ful zanimiva, ker je pot, ne? Ker, ker postane v bistvu nekak center zanimanja oziroma pozornosti ali, ne vem, tvojega interesa pač pot. In, in pot je v bistvu vedno se mi zdi ful bolj zanimiva kot cilj, ne? Kot samo, aha, ok, opravil to, opravila eh. to, naredil to, uh, zdaj pa, aha, moram to. Plus, da recimo, ne, um, Uh, sam še to, da končam. Ja, ja, Plus v zvezi s temi, ne, no, uh, zvezi s temi to-do listi je res uh, tudi dvo, dvostranska stvar, ne, kot smo govorili, da po eni strani ti dajo neko moč, ne, moč tega, da, ok, uh, to je zapisan, uh, nekak je oprijemljivo, uh, lahko označim, lahko sem zadovoljen s tem, da sem neki končal, neki končala, a ne, po drugi strani pa v bistvu jaz se skozi večkrat soočam prav z eno, um, z, z nekim velikim stresom in paniko v zvezi s tem, da v bistvu teh seznamov ni konca, temu ni konca in nekak nikoli ne prideš, ne, nikoli ni uh, te zadne kljukce, aha, ok, zdaj pa sem, ne, ampak se v bistvu kar, kar si skozi v bistvu dodajaš neke stvari, ja, pa bi lahko to, pa bi lahko še to, pa, aha, pogledat to, poslušat to, uh, zvežbat to, ta, 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 ne, in je tok stvari, da nekak, mislim, niti približno, jaz že zdaj, če samo pogledam, kaj imam, mislim, to ni izvedljivo v roku dveh let, če začnem delati vse, pa se nikamor ne uh, potopim za še nadaljne, pa da se mi še nekaj nadaljne odpre, kar pa itak vedno, da se odpirajo stvari naprej. Ne. Tako da, ja, nekak neka, nek strah po eni strani pred neovladljivostjo, po drugi pa prav pač, ja, je ovladljivo, ker je nekak zapisano. Ne. Mm. Ja, jaz sem v bistvu hotel tam čist na hitr narediti repliko in v bistvu bom tudi nadaljeval pol sto repliko in še ostalo zraven, uh, ki se mi nekaj prav tako mal, nekaj malega posvetlo, prav zaprav s tem tvojim to-do listom spotjo. Uh, Hoto se ne da tudi na nekem simbolno-metaforični ravni, prav zaprav uh, je celo življenje samo pot, ne, cilj je kaj smrt. In seveda, da je bolj zanimiva pot kot uh, cilj. Tudi v nekem tem bolj holistično, holističnemu pogledu na življenje. In zato mi je bilo zdaj zanimivo, ki se ti govorila ta to-do list stvari za nares, nares, nares. Ja, sej mi skozi ta naš, to našo življenjsko pot, če se lahko tako zelo poetično izrazim, uh, si nalagamo konstantno te to-do liste in mogoče si jih namenimo, nalagamo preveč ravno iz tega nekega vidika, da ne bi prišli do cilja. Uh, ah, ja, ja, ja. Ravno, ker čim, če si ti enkrat konc vsem, kar imaš za nares to življenje, pol se prišel na cel ali kako, uh, se probamo zapolniti in svet smo pri temu, ne? da ne bi ostal slučajno z dolgo časa, ne? zato rabi tako, še, še tako. stvari. Uh-huh, da slučajno ne bi prišel do tega, da uh, bi se bilo treba ostaviti, pa nekaj v bistvu samo biti, ne? pa se spet to so spet moderne filozofije ali pa New Age, ali pa hkrati tudi budizem ali pa nekaj samo ta opazovanje, čujetnost, ne? meditacija, molitev, kakorkoli, ne, um, kjer se človek ustavi, ampak vse, ne, se mi zdi, da se zelo, zelo izogibamo temu soočenju z momentom, no, ja, s časom, kako, kako bi lahko rekel. 
Jaz mislim, da je najboljši dosetel, ki smo ravno prišli do smrti in do takega zanimivega preloma in tudi minutnega preloma. Smo ravno na polovici naše oddaje. Naredimo en kratek premor z glasbo. Mislim, da bo Lev napovedal, kaj pravzaprav bomo poslušali. Pol se pa vrnemo z angleščino, z manj slovenskimi besedami, pretežno in izključno angleškimi. Yes, so we are here now in English. Um, we are returning with our debate on time and other um, connected things. But for now, um, I had in mind something quite meditative and perhaps um, not the newest music. It's um, Johann Sebastian Bach Fugue number 24 in B minor, performed by Kimiko Ishizaka. Um, let's listen now.
Hello, dear listeners. Uh, we are here once again um, with our topic, quarter to ten. Monday, but it's actually Tuesday. So to recap what we were talking about um, in the first part, we basically uh, made an introduction on um, different understandings of time and um, we mentioned uh, music as a metaphor for time and how basically in um, today's world um, time is um, way too often used as something as a as a space to be filled and um, perhaps often uh, what is more valued is um, the time that is basically filled and also the time that passes quickly rather than time that passes slowly um, this is only one of the things that we talked about but then there are also others um, that I just now doing my double work as a sound guy am uh, a bit confused about but um, nevertheless um, perhaps uh, <laughs> some of you yeah, could we, help me yeah 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 we jump in so we also talked about um, how walking and uh, traveling actually um, changes the perception of time and of actually of life. And uh, that was kind of the, the badly ending of the first section that um, the life itself is a road, uh, is a path and um, how we perceive it differently than just uh, checking off stuff of to-do lists, of having like uh, checkpoints and um, uh, how we can feel like stressed and under pressure over these to-do lists because they're never ending. I mean, they, they are, uh, yeah, we, we, there's no end to them. Uh, so, and in a way, when you're traveling, the focus is on the path, is just the path is the, the, the moment, the whole deal. And otherwise, with to-do lists, the, the deal is the end, is the goal, right? The goal is to do what to do, what is on the to-do list. So... Um, yeah. yeah, then uh, we also touched on the dichotomy of uh, work or entertainment and boredom. Uh, also, in this regard, we kind of touched on the topic of uh, uh, feeling guilt because of not working or not doing something uh, productive, being idle and uh, just not doing anything, enjoying leisure. Um, these are more or less the main topics we touched upon. We've explored them in different ways, but we've I don't think we really came to any concise conclusions, rather some open questions. I think that's more or less final. So for a recap, I think we can continue with this conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, where to go from of these options, I don't know. Uh, we've actually ended the last sections with that, which is only appropriate. Uh, we've been... Uh, We've come to that conclusion through, as uh, it was mentioned before, through the journey called life, which the ending, the last checkpoint, the finale grande is uh, death, 
uh, and how we keep putting th- stuff on our to-do list uh, to just never arrive to to that ending, to kind of keep journeying forever, to hopefully. Do, to do that. <laughs> yeah, the, that, that's never on the to-do list. That's always uh, something new. Yeah, it depends, you, depends. For it's, some people it, it is, though. It's, the, the it's, suicide people I mean, is on the list. In any way, well, I don't know if it's on their to-do list. It just ends up being done because some people, probably a lot of them don't really plan ahead that much. Oh, they do, they do. I think there are books on that, but that's a slight topic. I mean, <laughs> it's probably a mix of all, right? It's not just yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. There's, sure. uh, it's, a mix. it's also not, uh, I don't know how, how conscious of a decision it is because it's affected probably by depression and a lot of a lot of other factors, which is well, maybe maybe we kind of try and not go into the into depression ourselves and kind of <laughs> steer clear of this topic. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe go into the guilt guilt. I think yeah, the more the appropriate guilt. is the guilty path, <laughs> which I think is is a very interesting one. We we talked also uh, earlier a bit about how um, this work ethic is really something that is talked about a lot, but in very like specific contests, contexts, but generally like uh, questioning the system of work and absolutely uh, um, the path of like uh, um, uh, primary school high school college and then or maybe even before and then just straight off to work is rarely questioned and how work ethic in general um the the policy of like idleness (laughs) if that's a word Uh or or, yeah on that on that topic maybe also for our english uh, listeners we left a link to a um to an article about boredom which kind of dips their its toes into the same same things we are talking just about now uh it's about how uh, we are we don't we don't want to feel idle at any time and we try and fill our time with productive uh productive activities but it also is about how we don't let the same thing happen to our kids anymore so if they're bored they uh we kind of direct them towards more uh, after-school activities or any other kind of productive things to do. Or in worst case, at least entertain them with uh, with uh, some, something to watch or something to listen. Mm. Uh, but... Uh, not, not letting this space of boredom create a situation in which uh, one would have to react with his his self, his, his personality, his, uh, uh, I don't know how, how to say it, his ego and uh, everything. His it's, uh, it's an interesting uh, thing on how we hate being idle. Also, it's uh, something I explored in my master thesis. It's uh, the, the whole concept of waiting, which is, uh, which is an interesting time. So since we are talking about time, Waiting is a very interesting uh, given portion of time in one's life. It's something not planned for. It's something not given. It's something we actively try to avoid 
but mm -hmm. end up stacking it all over and over again. And it also is a time of absolute not doing anything almost. At most doing non-tasks such as browsing the web, reading articles. Mm -hmm. Sometimes can be productive if you plan ahead and take a book or something like this and say that, okay, I've read something. This is how I've read a couple of books from Freud while I was waiting in the hospital for hours and hours and hours. So I brought with me books. Um, but uh, even, even considering that you don't read or you don't do anything, waiting is a very interesting, precious time that we take for granted and, ne and don't stop appreciating. It's a very, very uh, good, good portion of time that give us extra, extra time in our day because you're stuck there waiting. So let's say you have to go to a doctor, you have things to do, you have a busy life, you go there, you end up at the doctor's office or at uh, the dentist or I don't know, whatever you're trying to get to and uh, you end up waiting and you don't wait five, ten minutes, you wait an hour, two, maybe even three, come on, it can happen. And uh, you would never take that portion of day out and reserve it for your own thinking and for yourself if it wouldn't be that you would be stuck into that position. So when I was uh, when I was uh, thinking about this and when I was uh, writing about it, uh, I was not writing about the time part or about the waiting. I was writing about the beauty that can be can be had during this time. So it's. Mm. Uh, when you accept the fact of you being there, being stuck, uh, being in that situation, you can make the most out of that time if you choose so. It can be a time of observation even. So you can repose and uh, move back from what you do normally and just look around you what people are doing or observe something or just enjoy your thoughts in a sense. So it's like, yeah, it's forced boredom, which if looked at it correctly, can be of a benefit. Also, it's it's definitely a bit of time of your day that you would never have taken for yourself. That I think it's very precious. It's, it's not the same type of boredom you would have given that you would have one, one hour spare at home. If you have one hour spare at home, it's not the same as being stuck somewhere. So even when you wait in your car and you can't do much, it's a very different time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, um, for me, it's very interesting the phrase that you just said before and, uh, and the phrase is <clears throat> make the most of it, make the most of your time. Uh, and uh, how how yeah. we are actually very very under pressure, but anyhow, yeah, uh, under pressure. Yeah, it's with, interesting with because you pointed that out before in our conversations pre-recording, and also I think in the Slovenian part, it's it's an interesting lapsus I made in a sense because I, yes, I said made made the most of the time, but at the same time I'm saying, yeah, uh, yeah, don't exactly. be productive during that exactly. time. Exactly. 
exactly like that. So it's it's um, we are yeah we I think in as a society we're really into this uh, concept of making the most of our time. So even when you're waiting, you should be making the most of it. I mean, read. You have to educate. You have to think. You. I mean, this uh, boredom that was uh, once again with the uh, nostalgia, but that was maybe once more. Um, obvious because there was there was no entertainment or less of it um was kind of a a space to create something new i mean a lot of music happened in that time a lot of ideas uh, were were um uh, came to life or happened in in and in also in this article um the woman is saying uh, the writer is saying how how children actually then develop uh, a sense of themselves and what to do they kind of start to in- entertain themselves with uh, with i mean with their being i mean with what they can do it's not always you're not always depending on uh, some uh, outside entertainment and i think that's uh, yeah that's a concept that's hard to escape because we are so um, yeah so into it so so used to somebody providing something and we all also work in that way so okay i'm doing this and i'm providing some people with this with my work i'm providing that people and some other people with their work are providing me that and this um yeah i mean yeah this whole system of uh just constantly being entertained or um paid attention to in a way your or at least your brains are constantly having the attention that's how um, uh, tv series are built to not lose momentum and it's also interesting how also to, just to maybe connect back to western music uh, is also built in that way how to build tension how to prolong tension how to drive it how to um drive the whole symphony how to make an hour and a half let's say if it's a maler or long symphony um now now you reminded me of a great piece of western music which is muzak yeah okay but yeah great piece maybe maybe an awful concept but yeah yeah <laughs> no but uh, uh it's a uh, thing is that it is the music for waiting i actually have a record somewhere somewhere at home that was given as a um showcase or something like that it was not for sale it was something you would get uh, so, uh, actually the history of it is kind of crazy I urge yeah, anyone sure. who who doesn't know about Muzak to just go on Wikipedia and read the whole damn thing because it's just just really crazy. Uh, the history is really really crazy. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I I kind of really re- I I would really if I could I would just jump into the next room, bring the record here and read you the back label because it's very interesting. The the composition of that music is also built in a very specific way. All of the bits and pieces of the of the symphony in obviously huge brackets, um, <laughs> or parentheses or whatever yeah. quotes. Uh, it's really really interesting because it's built in a manner to kind of create this um, mindscape. I, I would call it a mindscape. It's uh, phases and it's. I mean, 
if I could get a hand of more of those records, I would because not not so much to listen to them, but I'd really like to to dig into the whole concept of how is you build this elevator time and uh, shopping music. It's uh, crazy. Also, shopping music. That's a very interesting concept of uh, filling up time and uh, somebody's uh, head. Uh, uh, have you has any of you been into any of the shops? I don't know that that happens so much in Slovenia. I haven't seen that, but I've been. I remember this daily Whaley shop in uh, not not a sponsor. So sorry, just a quote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, not a sponsor. Really, I I thought I saw you in some daily Whaley. Yeah, daily yeah, yeah. Whaley. no, no. Just <laughs> that that <laughs> felt so strange, like. Uh, airing any any company just singling them out but uh, it's okay it's in the it's in the shopping center in Trieste and I remember going there a couple of times and it's kind of funny because they had really had techno music going on really really party music so uh, but uh, there are there is a search done into this that we that most people would shop more if there is more energetic music in the shop which again music is not um, it's more old school in that sense. Uh, yeah, but that again, yeah, that's I think big researches researches are done into that field just because of consumerism and how to but it also pro- is, prolong it. It it doesn't matter if if I find it appalling with this music and can't stand some of the music that is in the shops and just rather exit the damn thing as fast as possible. Uh, in the end, uh, the matters only what the majority thinks right it's uh, even if it's like three-thirds of people that will buy more and that increases sales enough you don't care for the other quarter Mm. or other third because who cares if they make anyway you'll go in if you really need something so yeah the, the numbers prevail yeah. But yeah, uh, what I was trying to, to finish up the Western maybe music comparison, what I was trying to say is that even with Western, uh, let's say classical music or songs, they're created in uh, to build like momentum, to have a top and then to like um, to end. And it's a, it's a uh, dramaturgy in a way, um, which always is based on a top and a fall. And uh, um, and that's I. It comes from I guess Greece and the, the yeah, tragedy yeah. and uh, this kind of stuff. But it's interesting yes. for me that in let's say Asian or like Eastern music, the 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 concept is actually different. It's not to like to uh, entertain all the time. It's more like okay, we're starting in the middle, and if you fall asleep. That's no problem. That's actually a compliment if somebody falls asleep during your playing, because that means that you brought them into a state that they can perceive music on another level or something. And to compare it with our, let's say, Western tradition, that would be a new insult. I mean, if you're sleeping in the middle of a classical piece, I mean, you're an asshole. It's it's uh, interesting you're mentioning these approaches and entertaining and everything. I would maybe as a side note comment on the whole um, solemnness of uh, modern opera or modern uh, classical music, like uh, you're expected to be silent and to clap only at the end, etc., etc. But historically speaking, um, 
throughout in the and that goes for Western uh, music only. Not I don't know for the rest, and it's I don't think it really applies even. Uh, it was uh, all the classical music, everything that we are, we are used to to listen now. It was like a rock concert. Even the performers did crazy things on the stages. I mean, you you remember the story of Tarantini with uh, playing just on a couple of strings left because he was so widely playing. But that that was not in front of a silent audience. The audience was cheer, would scream, would clap, which is mind-blowing even from what we do today. But this, I think, it's really proves your point that Western. Uh, Western music and probably even the rest of the the uh, stage media, in a sense, was made to entertain and not not strictly to ponder about. Uh, maybe maybe the reflections that come about maybe for some things came only later, but not entirely. But uh, in a sense, it's the distance created between so not physical but time distance interestingly also creates an interesting on look on things so mm -hmm. that's also an interesting kind of point of view for this um, for these pieces um, yeah I mean you're constantly drawn it's uh, it's meant to be like a good story is the one that uh, draws you in that uh, has a flow and you, you want to read and there's tension and you go and there's tension and then release and tension and release and it's all, all these mechanisms while maybe in uh, eastern music it's it's it doesn't work in that way and i think yeah that has to also do with just how we perceive time and our lives should be like making lists and checking and tension and then release and complete it and then okay feel the gratifying feeling of completeness i completed the task and and yeah i don't know i mean i guess we're more into this cycle yeah i wonder if if we are if we we've uh, close to our new today's to-do list uh been <laughs> uh we're talking so much about time but i'm not really looking at the time uh and i've checked and we we've just about reached the 21 mark uh, I mean we could go on but maybe we've rambled about enough for today we might I think we have one one more song right Leo yes we do so yeah uh, let's uh, let's wrap up or we do we do a wrap up after the song Well, um, the last song is going to be Ur Sonate by Kurt Schwitters. Um, and it fits perfectly into our narrative, I believe, because um, uh, it really comments upon um, the storytelling um, of exactly. tension and release um, so present in Western music. Um, yet, um, it tends to be quite special, this piece, um, because this structure is not so easily discerned, maybe because it's not instrumental and it's not sung text either, but it's something similar. 
and what that is perhaps uh, we can leave for you to to listen um, so this is Kurt Schwitters with a sonate and um, by Ursonate, we also tend to wrap the today's show. Um, and yes, I would thank yeah. you both, you, Lev and Ina, for being here today. Uh, and maybe maybe a few more things before we left, left you to the music. So uh, we have a new website. You can find our live stream there and our past shows on in one place now. It's, it's uh, radioisolat.com myportfolio.com uh, follow us on Facebook we post everything that's happening there everything new also the sh schedule has changed as you've seen from Monday and Thursday uh, to Monday and Thursday uh, the old schedule I won't repeat because it will just uh, conf might confuse people uh, I know it would me <laughs> uh, and yes thank you Lev thank you Ina again it was a nice chat uh, I I was your name, and uh, yeah. Let's go to the music. And thank you, Erne. I'm also uh, grateful to both of you. Leo was a bit more silent now, but, but yeah, I mean it's uh, perfect. It's okay. Uh, and thanks to the listeners. Um, I mean, we we definitely could speak a bit more about it, but. I think it's uh, for the next time, right? We kind of, yeah, for, for next time. We kind of finished with the topic of music, uh, and now music is following. So, yeah, it's perfect that we finish. Thank you. And cool. again, yeah, Mondays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Kurt, Kurt Schwitters spricht Teile seiner Sonate mit Urlauten. Oh, der Bebe, der Bebe, Fünsbe, der Bebe, Fünsbe, 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 Fünsbe,
Lanke torgel, tiulen trill, lumtum trill, lanke torgel, oka, 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 lanke torgel, pipipipi, tuka, 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 lanke torgel, rum, rum, lanke torgel, tiu, iu, tiu, au, tiu, iu, tiu, a. Tiu iu tiu au tiu iu tiu o tiu iu tiu au tiu iu lanka torgel oka 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 lanka torgel pipipipi tuka 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 lanka torgel rum rum lanka torgel Tiulen trill, lum tum trill, lanke torgel, rum tum to, lanke torgel, tiulen trill, lum tum trill, lanke torgel, oka, 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 lanke torgel, pipipipipi, tuka, 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 lanke torgel, rum, rum, lanke torgel.